Welcome to the Brentwood Academy podcast. We are a co-educational, independent college preparatory school near Nashville, Tennessee. Our mission is to nurture and challenge each whole person, body, mind, and spirit to the glory of God. This podcast will give you a glimpse into the stories, lives, and relationships that make BA such a special place. For more information about BA, visit BrentwoodAcademy.com. Now on to today's episode. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. My name is Phil Goodman. I am a member of the communication team here at Brentwood Academy, and we just love doing this podcast, and we've gotten a lot of great feedback. If there is something that you want to hear, if there's a topic or someone you want to hear from from the BA community, let us know, and you can email us at podcast at brentwoodacademy.com, and we will get that email, we'll get that topic, and we'll hopefully try to get that in a future episode here real soon. We have a really exciting episode today uh, where my colleague Gene Natwick sits down with Belmont University professor and BA parent John Gonis to talk about this topic of entrepreneurship. So I hope you all enjoy today's episode and let us know if there are topics you're interested in. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, all, and welcome back. If this is your first time joining us, I encourage you to check out some of our other episodes. We cover a variety of topics from preparing for college advice to racial reconciliation. Most recently, I sat down with Connor Smith, an up-and-coming artist here in Nashville, sharing Pursuing Music in Music City. And he opened up for Sam Hunt this past July. You ought to check it out. It's a great story. But today, I'm really excited um, because we have a guest here that is full of knowledge on a topic that is really big, and that's entrepreneurship. So I'd like to welcome Dr. John Gonis. He's the Associate Professor of Finance at Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee, and he's also the Faculty Advisor for the Sam M. Walton Enactus Fellow. Welcome, John. Thank you. I'm happy happy to to be here. We're happy to have you. So I have so many questions, so I'm thinking of the best place to jump into this. I'd love to hear what you do as a finance professor at Belmont, um, but I'm really excited to hear about um, this fellowship that you're leading. So tell me a little bit about your background. Okay. Um, I've been at Belmont for 20 years. Uh, I teach corporate finance and investments. Uh, That's my focus in the classroom. Um, About 13 years ago, as a hobby, I started to take students out of the classroom into the community and start to conceive, develop, and implement what we call social entrepreneurial models. So they're entrepreneurial models that are profit-maximizing, like any traditional new startup, but then you're layering on a social impact. Could be an environmental impact, could be a workforce development program, could be lots of different things. And so so my students and I literally go out and partner with many times nonprofits, sometimes for-profits, and help them, again, conceive, develop, and implement these models. Um, they, most of the people that have a great idea don't have much expertise. And so um, they may need a financial model. They may need accounting infrastructure. They may need operations management help. They may need uh, brand development help. They may need legal help, all right? All these things obviously have to be in place to go in the commercial marketplace right. and right. 
put your shingle out and sell something. You've got to have expertise in all of these areas or have access to expertise. So in essence, what I'm doing with my students is taking them and being consultants, if you will, altruistically um, serving the nonprofit and sometimes for-profit community. So that's what I do as a hobby. I've been doing that for about 13 years and, um, and ha- even have even had some Brentwood Academy students who have come along the way. That's exciting. I'm going to mention, too, that John is also a Brentwood Academy dad, Mm -hmm. so we're very fortunate to have him here with us. Um, So they're really, these students are covering A to Z in this program, so they're getting the full scope of what it's like to start a business. Yeah, most business schools, just like the Massey School at Belmont um, that, that I'm obviously a part of, um, they have the traditional accounting, management, marketing, finance, operations management, um, information systems, and maybe even entrepreneurship classes themselves. Um, they're required. You have to take all these courses. These are tool and core requirements so that you can gain some sort of expertise. Um, most of these classes are taught in silos. And so it's really hard for you to integrate all that you have learned across these courses and really understand how perhaps marketing, accounting, and finance all play off of each other within an applied real-world sense. And so that's what we're attempting to do um, with the application, you know, the mm-hmm. social entrepreneurial application or serving out in the community. So in, in, in essence, we're, we want students to take what they're learning in the classroom and go give it away. So that's a beautiful thing. And think strategically yeah and collaboratively so that they can truly add value to the business model that's being conceived and developed so it ultimately can be sustainable in the marketplace. That's really, really challenging. The students fail a lot, um, but most of my students that have been through this will say that that really brought it to life and allowed me to to represent myself when I go out in the job market or when I even go out and start my own business. And so it just takes them way down the road. Oh, yeah. Real world experience, Mm -hmm. but under the safety and guidance of somebody who can show them how it's done. Yeah, and I so I spend a lot of my time qualifying opportunities for my students to engage in instead of the students just going out and just saying, hey, you know, I'm real interested in the refugees that are down the street. I'm going to go help them, you know, start, you know, you know, buy a food truck and start selling something. And that's a good thing, but we really want to be strategic. So I'll go out in front of them many times and strategically vet, you know, the opportunity and set the opportunity for them, hand it over to them and make sure it's safe and make sure it's uh, – make sure they understand our students, the community partner – and understand the time constraints, expectations, everything's aligned. Maybe there's a lever intent, mm-hmm. so we know exactly how we're going to serve them. And then we set it and then let the students run. And uh, so the students typically don't have a, a whole ton of expertise. And so sometimes we'll even partner uh, advisory board members out in the community, faculty or people out in the community that have been there, done that, even to walk alongside the students. I have one, one person doing that with this, my students as we speak. Um, uh, working on a, a, a on a model to try to help uh, recycle electronics and wow, and, and, and serve the ultra, uh, the s- serve all of those who um, um, 
who are living on the spectrum, let's just say, uh, and are, where there's 85% unemployment, uh, exiting high school allow them to uh, to maybe gain some employment opportunities. Wow, so they're developing fantastic. a model as we speak. Um, so so that electronics can be broken down and all this uh, all the raw material can be sold out into the market. And so those are so so you know the nonprofit that's developing that. Um, just has no expertise and needs needs to have access to the right people at the right time to set the model way before they mm-hmm. they they open open their doors and start start doing business. Right, they have the idea. Yes, just don't have the resources to get it done. That's right. That's really fantastic. So, I'm curious to know um, because you know I, I I feel like over the last few several years entrepreneurship is a is a word you're hearing a lot and you're hearing it out of youth and um have you seen in your time at belmont your 20 years at belmont the interest grow in terms of you know venturing out to do something or ideas wanting to execute ideas wanting to learn more about you know what it means to be an entrepreneur yes um yeah most definitely i joined uh, the belmont faculty 20 years ago and uh, I think 15 years ago, we actually started our entrepreneur. Around 15, 16, 17 years ago, we started our entrepreneurship major. We didn't ha- even have the major um, when I started. And now it's our largest major within the College of Business. Wow. And so um, and so, Dr. Cornwall, Jeff Cornwall came um, from Minnesota, uh, kicked off that program. Now we have, I think, seven or eight faculty um, in that area, both undergraduate and graduate. So the demand is certainly there. And students, especially students, you know, people say, "Well, millennials, they don't want to, they don't want the nine to five job. They don't want to sit in a in a cubicle, or whatever." Um, there's a degree of that, but really, people, the, the students of today, uh, especially with the technology that's available to them and the, and, their, and their ability to very quickly learn and very quickly go to Khan Academy or something mm-hmm. online and gain uh, immediate access to to resources and even capital um, to learn and to grow. Uh, these students want to really um, want to take their ideas and they want they want to be innovators. They want to be creative immediately. Um, some want to go straight in the corporate world uh, traditionally, like like uh, like in the past. But but many of them want to be their own boss, and they want and, and, and they and they really want to be able to try to take an idea, monetize it, and 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 hopefully compete in the market with it. Um, they just want the tools, so they come to Belmont. They come to any um, you know so many schools. There, um, there's tons of schools in the southeast and all over the country that have an entrepreneurship major now and uh, and then they have these centers of innovation kind of like what we have and and um and and they come and and they want to either develop their idea or develop it on behalf of someone you know i had read somewhere that um that the idea of entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship skills are being taught to kids even in elementary school Mm -hmm. do you think that that's important do you think it's too young or do you feel that you know it's you're never too young to start learning how to you know work with your creative ideas and what to do with them and kind of set the stage for what 
the possibilities are? Yeah, I think I think especially if it's integrated within your uh, existing coursework, obviously, you know, with a financial model, a real simple financial model, um, you know, you can think of so many applic- uh, math applications. I've even taught, you know, basic, basic uh, accounting and finance to second and third graders um, at Percy Priest Elementary, a local elementary school here in town. Um, that uh, students love it. Well, they love to talk about money. They're infatuated mm-hmm. they're, they're, with, with, with the concept of money and making money. They think that's interesting because um, to them money is a, you know, a means to 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 you know buy wants and needs and they're 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 captivated by how do you make money and where does money come from and how do you employ money how do you resource money how, how ultimately do you steward money I mean they they they, well, they I don't think they're, they're they care about stewarding money but they they get the they, <laughs> not yet at least <laughs> they love the they love money and yeah. so and so what I um but I think I think if you if you teach it use and and going back to that word if you teach it um, with a focus on stewardship, with a focus on, you know, and this is what, what you know, some of my students who have gone into the elementary, middle, high schools, high schools have done. They actually um, go in, go in with uh, kind of as pseudo financial planners, you know, looking towards budgeting, looking towards, you know, the the appropriate use of money, right? Really, how do, how do you uh, source and use? How do, how do you measure cash flows? Um, both for a person and for a company, um, students. I, I think that I, I personally think it, it's it's great regardless of your age. Um, to, if you're focusing on stewardship, mm-hmm. um, because obviously the misuse of money can lead to a lot of a lot of problems. So, um, I've seen students that we taught ten years ago in second grade. Uh, I've run into them in Kroger's, and they've walked up to me and, and said, I still remember that, you know, that, that lesson that you taught on want versus need where we did a, a little simulation where they were, you know, uh, you know paying a rent and, and b- b- paying their utilities, a little tiny, you know, cash flow simulation in their class and had a little bit left over, and they had to choose at that moment, do I buy the lollipop or do I, do I save the money and gain some interest? I mean, this one little simple second-grade application that student remembered uh, ten years later when I ran into her in Kroger's. So, so I think fun. I think planting those seeds early, I think, are, is real important. Well, when you give them real-world experiences mm-hmm. with things that they can relate to, yes, you know, I would imagine that it would strike home. Mm-hmm. Do you feel um, that this the millennial, you know, their motivation? for you know entrepreneurship but is there an element of wanting social change with that as well i think most definitely all the students and this is i i not only see this at belmont i was just i just literally came off the road to where i was in the mid-atlantic and i was at unc and duke the last few days and so i'm meeting faculty and students um while i'm on my sabbatical and, and talking to so many different people and i see it across the board um Big state schools, small schools, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, the students, uh, especially those in, the, in this moment in time where so, so much wealth has been generated by our baby boomers, especially this passing down to the millennials um, and their parents, um, uh, this, uh, so many of the recipients of this money are begging for um, 
uh, social impact or are begging for how to employ their money, invest their money. So they're not only getting a financial gain, but they're also getting a social environmental impact along with it. And so they want to pair those investments. So the social impact investing uh, area is starting to explode right now. The banks, the investment banks, the big banks are trying to accommodate this. The financial planners are trying to accommodate this. The mutual funds are trying to accommodate this. This has become very, very, very um, uh, vogue in the marketplace or whatever the word is, mm-hmm. and it's uh, and it's not stopping. And so, so along with the students wanting to employ their great ideas and be entrepreneurs and and be creative, they're also wanting to to pair that with sustainable and what they think is meaningful social environmental good. And so, so, um, so that's but it's it's a brand new frontier, and this is this is ex- exploding as we speak. All right. Well, that's exciting to hear because you know you oftentimes hear, well. You know, that age range really just likes to hang out at Starbucks. Mm -hmm. So that's not necessarily the case. You know, they have goals Mm -hmm. and want to see good come of it, and and that's really, really great. They see a need, and they see a problem, and they want to attack that problem. They not only – they perhaps they'll want to give – they still give the money to a nonprofit um, that is, you know, maybe picking up – you know, or, 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 or you know, helping to meet the, the immediate need. What, but they are, they're also be, being a little more strategic and saying, okay, yes, I want to give some of the money away, but I also want to develop a model or work with someone who's developing a model where this problem, this social problem, we can really attack it and, and create some sort of economic good along the way. And so it's, um, but it's all with, with an eye towards sustainability. And so, they're being very strategic in how to create to build a business model that has long-term social environmental sustainable impact and so that's that's very challenging the students don't have the tools to do it and so they're coming to the belmonts of the world and saying teach me give me the accounting the finance the marketing the management give me all the tools uh, and then expose me out in the community out in the marketplace so that in four five, six years, depending on if they get a graduate degree, too, they can truly um, take their ideas and run with them. I had read, you know, based on what you just said, I had read, because um, it sounds like this, there's, uh, there's a lot accessible, you know, in various schools around colleges, high schools, because I had read that um, one in five young people have the potential to become an entrepreneur, entre- on, have the potential to become an entrepreneur, yet only five in 100 do so so is that would you think that's accurate or do you think that there are more people that are youth that are motivated and have more opportunity than they've ever had does that sound accurate to you or do you see more yeah, i think a lot of that decree just uh, is dependent on the, the the degree of entrepreneurship or the degree of of the activity in the commercial marketplace um i mean an uber driver you can think of as an entrepreneur um, you know, I can go out and buy a, 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 a pretty decent car right now, and 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 make sure I have the right insurance, and and and, and, and apply and become a Uber Lyft driver within probably within a week. Um, so, am I? You know, that's to me that's entrepreneurial activity mm-hmm. um, that did not exist. You know, a few years ago. So, 
So those, so it really depends. But as far as a true startup, you know, something you you would see on Shark Tank, and right, so right. many high school and college students watch that show. Those types of startup, that type of activity, I think is 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 definitely growing, but is is probably seen more by high school and college students as untouchable right now. They just don't have the capacity, the resources, legal, accounting, infrastructure, all right. of that. They don't have the expertise to enter the marketplace and do the types of things you see on Shark Tank. I think the Uber type of entrepreneur is growing by leaps and bounds, if that makes sense. So, right, right. so again, the, you know, the access to to apply knowledge, to, to be able to take the appropriate coursework, to apply your knowledge, to really dig in. Uh, in, in, in all the areas of business, all the disciplines, um, I think is, uh, is necessary. And that's, 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 that's a big hurdle. Okay. So I am going to ask you, um, your advice. So if, you know, cause we know plenty of students that are in high school, mm-hmm. their ideas, you know, they have some goals, they've taken econ classes and things that kind of generate this excitement. What is your advice for you know, youth. It could be high school. It could be college. What would be your advice to encourage people who have this mm-hmm. interest? Where do you go from there? Yeah. Um, well, if I use it in Nashville and the surrounding cities and counties as, as an example, if a student were to come to me today, say as a senior in high school, and he or she has a great idea, I would say um, there are so many pitch competitions. And they're not necessarily competitions, but there are opportunities to go and learn at places like the Entrepreneurship Center in downtown Nashville. They're on First Avenue, First and Peabody. Um, they are that's open to the to the public. Students can go and sit and watch new ventures truly being born. All right, that where they are presenting their ideas to investors for seed money right there on the spot, and. And then they have workshops, those types of these, these, uh, these centers, the Center for Nonprofit Management, the Entrepreneurship Center, all of that downtown, uh, and at Belmont, and at Vanderbilt, and at Lipscomb. All right, you can go and, and to their pitch competitions and truly sit and, and watch. Uh, and then, and not only watch what's happening right now and what it took for those people to get in front of the investors, right? Um, but also, um, um, attend some of their workshops. I know the EC in Nashville has tons of workshops, and there's an entrepreneurship center typically uh, in every large, every mid to large city in the United States. And so, I would encourage students to truly go and taste it, and sit, and go to some of the workshops, and go to a marketing workshop, go to a finance workshop, go to accounting, go to an operations workshop within those centers. And, and get a taste of it and understand what you need to resource in, in order to take your idea and run with it. And that's really, I think, the best way to start. Then you can answer the question, okay, what type of school and what kind of, what, what kind of place, you know, college, what have you, um, or where, you know, where can I get those tools at a deeper level? Right, to help support that. Yeah. And I would imagine you also need a certain level of resiliency. You do. You have to be persistent. And yeah, yes, yes. Well, this has been great mm-hmm. learning with you, John. I appreciate that, and I'm excited to see kind of where you're. Yeah, and I, and I would say one other thing, real quickly, if I have time, uh, to to high school students. 
Um, don't be bashful, especially in your college selection. There's so many students that come to me, come to Belmont, come to Lipscomb, Vanderbilt, wherever, and they want to know. They're very intrigued by what's happening on campus and what students are doing with their new ventures, um, especially the entrepreneurship students. Uh, I would encourage all student, all high school students to to call these schools and come sit in these class, classes and and sit down on a basic entrepreneurship class or a basic finance, basic accounting class and meet other students that are already there, kick the tires, talk to the faculty, and get to know. Uh, they, they can present their, the full curriculum and what it takes and what, what some of the successful students that have come through their programs have done. And uh, I think that's a great uh, – all high school students, I think, need to do that. Uh, I mean, obviously, the college search, you go and you, and you go to preview days, and that's right. nice. But you really need to entrench and get in the weeds and understand and, and, and be there during, during the normal, normal coursework. All right. Go experience it. That's great advice. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, John, to talk to us and share with us about, sure. you know, what, that, what the real world of entrepreneurship looks like and offer some direction. So thank you. Thanks for listening. It's always great to hear the wonderful stories, moments, and insights from members of the BA community. If you have an idea for a podcast episode, we want to hear it. Just visit BrentwoodAcademy.com forward slash podcast to submit your episode idea today.